0: why don't we clap our hands to the lord and give him glory this evening praise your name jesus god you're great nobody greater than you jesus hallelujah oh can we really clap our hands to the lord and give him glory tonight oh yes jesus we honor you god we bless you Wonderful are your works, God. I thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. This evening, as service was going forth, I was reminded of a restaurant. Yeah, real spiritual. A restaurant that I really, really like called Mrs. White's. And if you're ever in the Phoenix area and uh, want to eat good fried chicken, you gotta go to Mrs. White's Golden Rule Cafe. It's it's a unique setting because you drive downtown, just about to the place where you know you're not safe, but that's where the good food is. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we all have those places. Well, that was my place. I sent one of my friends by the name of Neil, and and he he's a real just a real just one of these guys that ain't used to that kind of eating, but uh, an atmosphere. But he went. And he was greeted by Mrs. White's son, who sits there at the cash register and points you to your table. He never, he never leaves the stool because he weighs about 350 pounds. You know, I mean, he's a big old guy. And Neil went and sat down and ate chicken, and he said, it was amazing, Brother Hopkins. It was awesome. He went to check out, and Mrs. White's son said, did you get peach cobbler? And Neil said, "I didn't get no peach cobbler." And the son said, "You didn't get any. Pe- do you want peach cobbler?" And, and Neil said, "I've eaten so much, I can't." And and Mrs. White's son turned around on his stool, grabbed a plastic spoon, got a big old piece, and shoved it in my friend's mouth, and said, "Now, do you want some peach cobbler?" And Neil went back to his seat and ordered peach cobbler. You know, that's how it is. The scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. There are a lot of things here at GBFPC you might not understand, but now do you want some of this Holy Ghost? Now that you feel what we feel, you see people that are clothed and in their right mind. Who wouldn't want this, honey? This is what it's all about. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Boy, it's like the radio host said, you can't lose with the stuff we use. Life will abuse you and leave you wrecked and heartbroken. But Jesus is still the same yesterday, today. When we meet situations, we don't have to go back to addictions, but we can reach into his everlasting arms and, and grab a hold of his hand. Do you want the Holy Ghost tonight? Are you sick of your life? Oh, taste and see. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, clap your hands one more time and give God praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. I, 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 I just feel the Holy. There's an atmosphere of excitement, Sister Christina. We're so excited for you. Hey, I can't wait to see her go down in the water grave, man, and come out a new person. Hallelujah. Let's turn in our Bibles to the book Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. We're going to read one verse of Scripture. 2 Corinthians 5 verse number 7 Once you see it you could know you'll, your mind will say oh, I could have quoted that but I just you know it's it's here For we walk by faith not by sight Yeah I just saw something really cool there's a happy face there Anybody happy tonight you see, I didn't know that. There's a happy face right there. Turn to your neighbor and say, "I'm happy." Praise God. Praise God. Mm. I don't know if we should just turn the musicians up and shout tonight. I don't know. Or go get a Starbucks. Praise God. But I feel good in this house. Somebody's going to leave with their faith increased in Jesus' name. No. We're gonna leave it. Courage tonight in Jesus' name. We're gonna walk out of here a little higher than we came in. What do you say? Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, I walk by faith, not by sight, and the Lord bless you. You may be seated. I started this morning to look for a place to start for this Bible lesson tonight. And I happened upon the old Chinese proverb that the journey of 1,000 miles begins with one step. I looked at the story of the man who had walked a long journey. And he said the thing that bothered me most was not the distance, but the sand that was in my shoe. And none of those really fit the sentiment of the direction that I feel in my heart for tonight's Bible lesson. And I happened upon a saying that says, The man who enjoys the walk will go much further than the man who loves the destination. I am in love with the Lord tonight, and I am in love with the the idea of no pain, no suffering, no sorrow. I'm looking forward to heaven. But until then, brothers and sisters, I love this apostolic walk. I love coming to church on Tuesday, hearing a word from God, waking up on Wednesday morning, praying, on Thursday morning, praying, Friday morning, praying, Saturday morning, praying, waking up on Sunday morning and watching my wife stress out about the girl's hair and get them pretty bows put in and and come on down to the church. I love this apostolic lifestyle. I love a good shout on a Sunday night. And I thank God for giving me the opportunity to be an apostolic. I feel like that man tonight that said, if I was an apostolic, I'd be ashamed. I'd be ashamed to live. I wouldn't want to be anything else. Brothers and sisters, this is where it is at. Oh, come on. This is where it, you don't need to look any further. You don't got to go anywhere else. What you've been looking for, what you've been hungry for, what you've been seeking for, my brother, is found in this church. And it's the power of God unto salvation, power to break drugs and addiction, power to turn you around from the path of destruction and put you on the path of life. Praise God. I ain't up here trying to preach. I'm trying to teach a Tuesday lesson. Help me, Holy Ghost. Bible says this man by the name of Enoch had a son by the name of Methuselah. And if anybody can represent the beauty of the walk, it's this man by the name of Enoch. You know, I said it Sunday morning, but just in case you weren't here, it's never too late to start walking with God. It's never too late to make up your mind. I'm not living for the devil any longer. I'm going to live for Jesus. So Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. At some point along the journey that Brother Enoch loved so much, God said to Enoch, My house is much closer than your house. What do you say, Enoch? Let's just go where I live. I'm looking forward to that day when I'm just walking with Jesus. And he says, come on uh, home with me and, and we'll fellowship the way that it ought to be for eternity. My desire tonight is to see many others walk with God. This life that I live has a purpose to it. The reason that I preach the way that I do and the reason that I hunger and push the way that I do in every service is I want somebody to walk with God. We can get our minds so just tangled up in faith Feel like we're not worthy at times to walk with the Lord. But our walk with the Lord is not based on how fast you can run, because he's the Ecclesiastes, the wise men said, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race was not given to the swift. My walk with God is not based on how strong I am at any given moment, because the Battle is not to the strong. It doesn't matter how wise or rich I feel, because not in run, neither yet bread is given to the wise nor riches to men of understanding. There are times when I feel like I got it all together, and times when I don't. When I don't feel skilled. But it doesn't matter because favor doesn't come to men of skill. But what it is based upon is my desire to endure unto the end because the same shall be saved. So when the sun's shining, I'm going to keep walking. When the rain is descending, I'm going to keep walking. When I'm on a mountaintop, I'm going to keep walking. When I'm in a valley low, I'm going to Keep walking. (laughs) Walking with God doesn't only fulfill my desire, but it fulfills God's desire because that's why man was created. Genesis 3 and 8 tells us that the voice of the Lord walked in the cool of the evening and he visited with his creation with man. Brothers and sisters, yes, it's true. We live this apostolic life and we walk this apostolic walk because we're in love with him and we want to draw closer to him. And there are days when when that's not enough and our fear of what what happened in our life uh, keeps us walking with him Uh, but more than that like I've already said uh, I walk with him and we walk with him because we love the walk there are things that erode our faith because it's true we walk by faith and not by sight. Because there are times that we see things that that don't agree with what we feel in our heart. There are times when our eyes, our literal human eyes, will deceive us and make us feel and our and our emotions will agree with what we see, and it feels like we of a lady's house, this dear sister here, that burned down twice, but she still came to church. You talk about walking by faith, honey. That is walking by faith. There are things that build our faith, the word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Simply coming to the house of the Lord tonight Builds our faith. And being faithful to God in his house, it builds our faith. Praying builds our faith. But ye, beloved, building up your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Ghost. Another thing that builds our faith is fellowship. I found such a cool verse in Isaiah, the 41st chapter, verse number 6. Everyone helped his neighbor. Everyone said to his brother, be of good courage. Fellowship can build your faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, be of good courage. Yeah, you just built their faith a little bit. You want to try it again? Say, be of good courage and so the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith and he that smootheth, he encouraged the one that had the hammer the one that had the hammer, encouraged him that had the anvil, honey you know what I like about this apostolic way, every once in a while it's good for the preacher to tell the saint, I appreciated seeing you tonight, and it's good for the saint or a brother to say to another, I'm thankful that you're leading your family in this way, Whenever everything in this world says it's easier to give up be encouraged when the usher says to the singer that was good singing when the singer says to the organist that was good organ play honey that builds our faith yeah I know it's simple. I know it's simple. But how long has it been since you went out of your way and got a big smile on your face and told somebody that sits on that side of the building even though you sit on this side of the building, you walked all the way across and meet and greet and said, I'm happy to see you tonight. And meant it. Oh, if the musicians were closer, we'd take a five and do it right now. Matter of fact, everybody stand right now. I feel like a Pastor Bradford coming on me. I want everybody to find somebody in this house you haven't talked to all day. All day. And say, I'm happy to see you in the house of the Lord today. Build one another's faith right now. We have in church. Yeah, boy, this feels good. We're building one another's faith in the middle of a revival, in the middle of preaching, baby. We're building faith. Hey, I'm so happy to see you. Hallelujah. hallelujah that's how you build one another's faith and confidence in the lord We got a baptismal service. Amen. Leave me some work. My goodness, I got to do some encouraging too up here. Yeah. You feel the difference in the atmosphere. We're in this thing together. Nobody's alone. We're in this thing because we love one another. We're here because we know that we're going to make it. We're going to walk all walk until we hit streets of gold we're gonna go all the way uh, until we see our Savior face to face Uh, honey you're with me and I'm with you we're gonna make it we're gonna make it we're gonna make it this is a family thing this is a family thing we ain't alone in this thing together we fight together we pray together we fast together and we encourage one another together Tonight, I want to encourage you and tell you that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it? and shall he not do it has he spoken a word to your heart and, and I'm telling you he's going to make it good for as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven and returneth not thither until it has watered the earth and, and that water causes a bud to come and, and the seed to, to give fruit to the sower that's how it is when God speaks a word when a word goes from his mouth it will never return unto him void so if he promised you uh, that your children were going to be saved, honey take it to the bank. Your children are going to be saved. If he said he would put your family back together, it doesn't matter what you might see uh, with these eyes. Uh, He's going to put your family back together. If he said he was going to heal your body it doesn't matter what the doctor's note may read. uh, You can take it to the bank. He's going to heal your body. Uh, If he said he was going to heal your emotions, uh, And when your emotions are lying to you, you can take it to the bank. He's gonna heal your emotions. What's your need? What's your request? What did God promise you? I'm here to tell you. I'm here to encourage you and lift up your faith and say, He's gonna do it. Music can come. Remember that old song we used to sing? It makes no difference. What's your problem? My God, he's able to solve them. Amen. He can make a way out of no way. Turn your darkness in today. My God can do anything 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 My God can do anything. My God can do anything! My God can do anything. Devil- <học> Hallelujah! I'm coming to an end. It's amazing when I see a level of faith that Mary exhibited when the angel told her, "For with God uh, nothing shall be impossible." And she said, "Be it unto me uh, according to Thy." I don't see can work out but be it unto me uh, according to thy word Uh, I feel like somebody needs to say that right now be it unto me God according to your word without faith it's impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is I got a question for you do you believe that he is do you believe that He is able? Your situation may be saying something totally different, but do you believe God? And do you believe that He is? If you do, He is not only the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him, but he is the reward. He's who you're looking for. I took my wife and my precious daughters to the zoo. Palm Springs a number of months ago. And, oh, it was a hot day. My goodness. On hot days, all the animals like to hide. I was about ready to ask for a refund. Couldn't see any of those animals. But we finally saw some. You know, the snakes. Like, "I I want to see a snake. Paying money in here to come see a snake. And we happened upon one exhibit that had a a little you know I don't know just a ditch I don't know I, I'm trying to be all sophisticated they dug a big hole and put some animals in it man y'all leave all the big words to him I'm just an evangelist uh, yeah <laughs> and I read the sign it said there's gazelles in here so I picked up Aria and my wife had Chloe and we're Looking for the gazelles. Well, they all come out, you know. And I see these gazelles. I'm like, well, that's cool. What I would like to see a lion or a giraffe or Palm Springs, whatever. All right, we're looking at these gazelles. I've seen videos of gazelles, you know, running from the lion and the cheetah. Whatever, you know. We've all seen them. And I remembered that I've seen a gazelle jump very high, very high. And, you know, these gazelles were held back by a fence that was, I mean, like three feet. And so, you know what I did? Yeah, I'm like, let's step back a little bit. I'll step back a little bit. And I'm perplexed because These gazelles that can jump at least 10 feet, record it, at least 10, are held back by a three-foot fence. I know I've told you this before, I think. But you know the thing about a gazelle? It will only jump 10 feet when it can see where it's going to land. That's why the zoologists and zookeepers knew If we put them in a little valley, we don't have to build a fence so high so that everybody can see what a gazelle is like. Because they're not going to jump. Because they can't see. There are some that think they've got incredible faith. Because they can see where they're going to land. But what about when you can't see? What about when you don't know how it's going to work out and you heard a word from God? What about when you feel the hand of God telling you, invite this person to church, but you don't know, oh, man, there ain't no way this person's going to... Are you willing to make the jump? What I'm really asking you is, do you got faith bigger than a gazelle? How's your faith? Out of the evangelist territory. Praise God. You lucky. I feel something right there. Get over it. Get over that three foot fence. Let God release you into a new season. Hey, I think pastors told me to go ahead. How long are you going to be offended and kept back in a small, small arena of God's power and ability? Forgive. Forgive oh God I don't know if I have the power to just take the jump and let God guide you into a land that you cannot see into anointing that you have not yet experienced get over the offense oh Jesus that I want to talk about for just a few moments. I'm not going to be long. People are held back by a three-foot fence when their belief in the power of God's forgiveness and the efficaciousness of his blood and the power of the remission of sins shakes when they see failure and foibles and mistakes when we get focused on our shortcomings and mistakes. 30-foot mountains are made out of three-foot fences, so much so that our effectiveness in the kingdom of God is hampered. Our praise is hampered. Our altar working is hampered. Our reaching out is hampered. And we think uh, God can do it for them, but it can't do it for me. Uh, I want to encourage you, brother and sister, put your faith back in a God that's able to forgive and wipe the slate clean. This just came to my mind. This powerful leader that had a big reputation to hold. There were millions of people watching him. He came down from talking with God on a powerful Sunday night. And Monday morning he made a huge mistake. Because he took the commandments that were written and carved by the very finger of God and threw them down. And and the Lord talked to that man, Moses. And said, Brother Moses... What I want you to do is bear up under the weight of your actions by finding two more pieces of stone. And in the morning, in the morning, I want you to meet me with those clean slates. Come on up and talk to me. Brothers and sisters, don't be hampered pair up under the weight of that and and start in the morning with a clean slate. As we stand together, I, I found this this afternoon when reading. Abraham lied to the Egyptians about his wife Sarah and said it was his sister. Isaac lied to Abimelech in Gerar and said, Rebecca's my sister. Jacob was a liar and a supplanter. Judah by his own mouth said, Tamar is more righteous than I. Rahab was a prostitute. Ruth was a Moabitess. David was an adulterer, a murderer, and a liar. Solomon was a womanizer. Ahaz burned his own son alive as a human sacrifice. Arguably, Ahaz was one of the worst kings of Judah. Asa started out with a good, fiery walk with God, but ended up relying on the arm of his own flesh, and he put the pastor in jail. Whoa! Anybody in here done any of that? I didn't think so. You know where I got this list of names from? Matthew 1 and 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Your human frailty, your mistakes, and your sin is no match for the plan of God. yeah you know what you got to do just keep walking isn't that powerful hey guys i'm up here doing hard work you can at least clap your hands or something or say it with me or something yeah just keep walking oh i need you guys to help me preach right now because I don't know if the sound is reaching to the back wall. I want you to turn to your neighbor. Come here, brother. Where's oh, brother Seth, man? Man, come up here, brother. I need you to help me. Yeah, Man, don't you guys like this guy? If I could sing like him, I'd quit preaching. Praise God. I want you to do this. I want you to turn to your neighbor and point at him and say, just keep walking. Do it. Just keep Keep walking. You got my song ready? All right. For all the newbies. Yeah, you might have just got the Holy Ghost on Sunday and made a mistake. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Oh, man. Dustin, taste and see that the Lord is good. You may not see it with these eyes just yet, but it's because you haven't tasted yet. You got to taste. You want some of this peach cobra? I mean, brother, you ain't got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Brother Dustin, just taste and see. Just taste and see, just taste and see. Hold on, this is me and Dustin's moment right now. Brother Dustin, I believe, I believe with my whole heart that God has a plan for your life. I believe it with my whole heart. For a year I've been praying for you since we last met right here at this altar when you were praying and crying. I hugged your neck. I haven't stopped fasting and praying for you. I believe God wants to take you and shape you and mold your heart into something so miraculous and powerful. And everybody in here believes it as well. Just take a taste. Just take a taste. And start walking. And start walking. All right, I'm done until you know this. You guys know I always preach like two or three times in an altar call. My first message is done. Does anybody want to come and just, I mean, no fanfare or nothing, just stretch your hand in the air and grab the hand of your master. Say, I can't see it, but I want to walk with you, Jesus.